0: actions from other agencies, legal cases, and criminal activity. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Proposed fines are exactly that, and they are often litigated, reduced, or vacated. We use available public records, news accounts, and press releases. We cannot warranty or guarantee the details of any of the stories we share since we are not directly involved with these stories, at least not most of the time. Enjoy the show. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Of liberty and prosperity. Actually, we're not on the border. We're actually in the land of liberty and prosperity. Recording this in New Jersey. Got a lot going on. Baseball games. Professional stuff. We're working on some stuff that we're going to be releasing in the next couple of weeks. God willing. How did you enjoy last night's program, the monologue on the issue retention site? Remember, that has broad implications across all information stuff, whether you're dealing with it, newspapers, TV news, or newspaper reports, company memo, the giant of former employees to create a copycat application. On Wednesday, Instagram parent company Meta introduced Threads, a text-based companion to Instagram that resembles Twitter and other text-based social platforms. Just hours later, a lawyer for Twitter, "Alex lawful misappropriation of Twitter's trade secrets and other intellectual property. I don't know. I, I, now, this intellectual property law is... Well, Meta launches a data-harvesting Twitter clone. Uh, this is from Zero Hedge. And... Uh, that's with a B. The Twitter competitor is being rolled out in over 100 countries today. It started 7 p.m. last night, Wednesday, July 5th. And what happens? Uh, within a few hours of launching Threads was already secretly sensing users and not offering them the right to appeal. Yeah, right. Alley National Park amid searing heat. Officials said a 65-year-old man was found lifeless in his reality standards. Officials believe extreme heat is to blame for the fatality. And uh, around 10 a.m. local time on July 3rd, first aid CPR course, which you can form. So you got him out there. And this is a Fortune 500 company. It's like, what are you doing? Now, you have people out there cutting grass in the middle of an open field. There's no exposed risk-reward, return on investment, however you want to describe it. That's nuts. Gotta love it. The advance figure for seasonally adjusted initial from the previous week's revised average. So fewer people are unemployed and after COVID saying bleep deaths and quitting. I mean, I was just having a conversation before we started recording here with somebody who said, you know, hey, I'm done with doing this stuff. You know, uh, he's just done. All right. U.S. Department of Labor recovers 88000 in back wages and damages for 127 workers at a restaurant group in uh, the Detroit area. Not our policy to mention company names here, unless it's uh, obvious and it's all because usually I'm at least a week or two ahead. Even when I release a episode late, I'm a week or two ahead of everybody else. The operator of TIN... Uh, back wages and damages to, to 127 employees after U.S. Department of Labor investigation found the employer denied workers at 13 locations, their full wages, and allowed a minor-aged employee. We're going to be talking about minors tomorrow uh, on this program. Uh, I'm still looking up some information so we can give good information. And I want to thank one of our listeners, Tiffany, for... Uh, sending along that, uh, uh, raising the awareness. Fair uh, labor standards at minimum wage and overtime provisions when they paid direct cash wages to non-tipped employees that were less than the required, minimum wage, and overtime rate tip to tipped employees based on their cash wage rather than the minimum wage, which led to overtime violations, and straight time rates in cash for kitchen employees who worked overtime hours. The division also learned the employer failed to keep accurate pay records, Uh, no, for employees paid in cash, allowed one 15-year-old to work past 9 p.m. and more than eight hours a day in violation of child labor hours standards and deducted the cost of required uniforms from tipped employees, resulting in minimum wage violations. And the department assessed $791 in penalties for the child labor violations. Going on and on. I mean, and you're working nowadays? This is how it always was. You're talking about a fairly ambitious individual here. They want to please you. They want to work hard and take more risks because uh, up until your age of like 25, your brain doesn't start, I mean, if you don't believe me, watch Star Star Trek Season 2 of Picard. They are uneducated, inexperienced in the workforce, and then they go and they have problems. So if you're a parent or a, a caring adult guardian, whatever, you should be directing the uh, worker under 18 years old to something like, I don't th- no, usually you have to be 18 or older for an OSHA outreach class, but I think that it's a probably a pretty good idea to have an OSHA outreach class for under 18-year-olds because they don't know. I wish I knew because I got hurt multiple times when I was – Uh, from age 21 and younger at work, Uh, you know, because I I wanted to work hard. EPA grants $5.6 million to Alaska to inventory drinking water service lines for lead in nearly 270 tribal and small disadvantaged communities. Today, the US EPA announced a $5 million grant to Alaska Department of Environmental Conservation. The grant comes through the Drinking Water State Resolving Fund and will be used to conduct lead service line inventory of 269 public water systems design, designated as tribal or small disadvantaged systems. Now, here's my question for this: How long did they know about this potential problem? We're going to be keeping an eye on this one here. Uh, we're going to we're going to be keeping an eye on this one because I tell you what. The Native Americans uh, here in this country have gotten a raw deal, as well as everybody else here who were indigenous here or brought here as slaves. They got a raw deal. We're talking environmental justice issues, legitimate environmental justice issues here. And, I I, I mean, this is totally unacceptable. I'm happy that they're going to start addressing this issue. But for how long have we had this issue? I was talking about this back in the mid-90s up at West Point U.S. Military Academy to deaf ears with lead face pain issues and stuff. I don't know. Uh, you know, everyone interested in hearing on this, and I reported it to Congress, I reported it to everybody, and, and what do you, uh, uh, why don't you subpoena me? Anyway, I dare you to subpoena me. I'll go down to Washington, and we'll talk about this, how all this crap was going on up there right and how they treated people up there with uh, lead issues. Today, uh, your next one. EPA pay- penalizes a store, a nationally known store for unregistered disinfectants. Today, this is out of San Francisco. The US EPA announced a settlement with a certain company, nationally known clothing, resulting resuming claims that the company violated federal law for offering for sale six pesticide Products purportedly disinfectants that were not registered with the EPA. EPA requires companies to submit data to support claims such as sterilized, disinfect, and sanitize before such terms can be used on products' labels. Consumers who rely on ineffective products to disinfect may face an increased risk of exposure to bacteria and viruses. And they don't give a time frame here, but I suggest. Hold on. I, sugge- I suspect this was in relation to the uh, ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, where a lot of companies got disinfectants and started selling them, all right? So they got a, uh, how much is the fine here, $55,000 penalty, all right, I mean, it's something, was, uh, EPA proposes updates to greenhouse gas emissions reporting requirements for the oil and gas sector. Permissions to EPA's greenhouse gas reporting program required by President Biden's Inflation Reduction Act. There's that Inflation Reduction Act again. Gets, manages to get involved in everything out there with that. People, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, this funded so much. Uh, you know, it didn't fund my bank account, though. So that that's a problem. Today, the U.S. EPA issued a proposal to amend reporting requirements for petroleum natural gas systems uh, to, under the EPA's Greenhouse Gas Reporting Program. The proposed revisions would improve the accuracy of reported emissions of greenhouse gases, including methane, one of the primary drivers of the climate crisis, according to the EPA, I'll add that in, from the applicable Petroleum and Natural History Administration, is moving... Uh, uh, Here, hold on, I need a sound effect here. Let me get the right sound effect. Hold on. Okay, we got it. Okay, we're ready to go here. The Biden-Harris administration is moving urgently to reduce climate pollution, and EPA is working to ensure science leads the way with the most accurate emission data possible said Joseph Goffman, Principal Deputy Assistant Administrator for EPA's Office of Air and Radiation. To propose a revision to EPA's Greenhouse Gas Reporting System will leverage advancements in technology to produce high-quality, long-term data for emitters, contributing important insights into emissions. Uh, trends as we work to protect people and the planet. Environmental justice in New England communities. I, right, again, I'm just... Uh, you know, uh, uh, okay, I reported on this earlier, but I'll just go for it. Uh, so uh, the U.S. EPA Region 1 office is announcing a grant competition for Environmental Justice Thriving Communities Technical Assistance Center. I'm not even going to attempt the acronym. To help New England communities and other environmental justice stakeholders access federal technical assistance and resources resources to address environmental and energy justice concerns. EPA Region 1 includes Connecticut, Maine, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Vermont, and 10 tribal nations. The question many practitioners have is where do I start? Dr. Jay Allen, the creator of the Safety FM platform and host of the Rated R Safety Show, has built a global foundation to and surround yourself with a powerful force of knowledge and support. Secret decoder ring. Here is your nightly message. How you respond to failure matters. How you respond to failure matters. Okay. Private sector companies added 497,000 jobs and P reported Thursday. Private sector jobs surged by 497,000 for the month, well ahead of the downward and the 220,000 Dow, uh, Dow Jones consensus estimate. The Increase resulted in the biggest monthly rise since July 2022. And where were they leading? From a sector standpoint, leisure and hospitality were uh, led with 232,000 new hires, followed by construction of 97,000 and trade transportation utilities at 90,000. And annual payrolls had a 6.4% raise, representing a continued slowing that nonetheless is still indicative of inflationary pressures. Now, she's had some very... Uh, Serious health issues over the last a week reportedly almost uh, uh, died and there's uh, no some places are saying overdose and some are saying uh, uh, septic shock and everything else whatever her issue is we wish her well and we wish her a speedy recovery and everything else I don't want to see any family uh, you know uh so, a uh, Norcan injection, commonly held in medical treatment kits of the rich and famous, is considered uh, too useful to increase blood pressure in the management of septic shock, a life-threatening uh, condition uh, uh, that happens when blood pressure drops to dangerously low levels. There's nothing at all to suggest the hit hitmaker needed Norcan for the ill effects of any drug use. Okay, great. Uh, we'll put that out there. But... Uh, I will say this much. I wish her well. Uh, I, uh, As everyone knows uh, here, uh, Brittany Murphy, the actress, uh, and uh, went to the same uh, grammar school I went to, graduated from in New Jersey. And I went to school with some of her extended family, cousins, and everything else with that. And from my understanding, is that every time, and this is one of our guests too, in the Andrew Cunanan wor- uh, murder, so through a strange uh fate she uh was spared with this strange was of fate uh anyway you can look up the program i mean every time that uh they that uh, there's an anniversary there's a tv show there's a movie on andrew cunanan or on Brittany murphy the family suffers every time and Uh, I don't know with these high-profile celebrities anything happens or now that you know they're saying Madonna did this Madonna I don't know if that's any of that's true or not right she had a Norcan she might not I, I hope she wasn't on drugs or anything I hope nobody I tell you what it's there is not a family that has not been impacted in some way by fentanyl right if that's indeed what this is with her uh, not a family, not friends, everyone knows somebody. We have over a hundred thousand people dying a year from fentanyl and doesn't seem to be close, slowing down. And again we're going to talk about demographic issues right? So we have had you know people young people primarily dying from the use of this drug. What's that going to happen to communities out there when the demographics are all screwed up? I think part of the reason why we have labor issues now is because of this drug, and the workers aren't there. It's impacting it. Uh, but like I said, I offer her. I hope for a speedy recovery. I hope it was nothing, obviously, it was serious. I uh, hope it wasn't drugs or whatever. I don't know. It's uh, very sad. Being overweight is now linked to 18 different types of cancer. So, you- overweight. Begins when you're young, between the ages of 18 and 40. This is in out of the New. I think uh, in the New York area. That a ship at Port Newark is uh, on fire, uh, and unfortunately, two firefighters were killed after they became trapped while fighting a fire on a ship at Port Newark on Wednesday. And apparently, it was a ship that came up from the Stevedore. Uh, and he was moving cars and vans and trucks from off the ship. Unfortunately, he passed away. I would love to hear what his comment was on here, Uh, but uh, would be on here. But my question is, okay, sorry, folks. We are working in real time here. This was the last time a Newark firefighter was killed was in 2007. Uh, Again, again, uh, no, after a study tested more than 700 locations nationwide that forever came My question is this, uh, with this, all right, uh, no, they're blaming it on water treatment plants, aging, and everything else. So isn't this a little bit screwy when there's money available and the government is willing to spend money that they find these problems? It sounds similar to what we were talking about last night. With, uh, that's always a question for me with this because that's uh here let's see here and i had all this set up before i started why is it doing this why me okay so there were 700 locations nationwide studied right so Close to half of the US staff water supply is contaminated with so-called forever chemicals, according to USGS, US Geological Survey. And right, so what are they? And we've covered this somewhat on um, the show. Uh, PFAS. Polyfluoroalkyl substances. Uh, <coughs> pardon me, in about forty-five percent of US drinking water samples. They took samples from private and public water supplies, uh, from 2016 to 2021, and the agency said one testing for 32 of the 12,000 PFAS compounds. The study researchers find amounts to one of the most extensive assessments for forever chemicals. So, these chemicals are, le- are uh, linked to a number of health problems, including high cholesterol, a decreased immune response to vaccines, and an increased risk of kidney and testicular cancer and thyroid disease. So they're like endocrine disruptors, among uh, among other things. And uh, forever chemicals are ubiquitous, so in uh, the drinking water. I don't even know if that can be filtered out uh, with that. I, that's a question for other things, another day here. Is your safety training old, stale, and hackneyed? Is your safety trainer still preaching a warped version of behavior-based safety? How- all right, so... Britney Spears was allegedly assaulted Wednesday night in Vegas. What is this with performers being assaulted after a member of the NBA, Venom, Victor Wambanyama's security backhanded her in the face, and she has filed a police report? Now, of course, all on film. He went down in a restaurant in the Aria Hotel at around 8.30. Brittany, along with her husband, Sam, as she entered the casino, the of team security for the San Antonio Spurs, the team that drafted Victor last month, instantly backhanded her, causing her to fall to the ground, knocking her glasses off. Brittany composed herself and went to her table. We're told the security guy came over and apologized. He said, you understand how it is when you're being sworn by fans. He apologized to Brittany, and Brittany accepted it. By the way, we're told he also said when he slapped her, he did not know who she was. Like, that matters, right? Passengers caught on Gatwick St. Lucia flight, where a man was stabbed in midair, blamed B.A., whoever that is, uh, for giving a sailor an endless supply of of alcohol and ignoring men who harassed women and blocked access to the toilet for hours as they partied for hours. Wow, that must have been one hell of a fur light. Chaos broke out a more VA flight number. Uh, I guess that's the name of the airline. British Airways. Okay. Flight 2159 from Gatworth to St. Lucia on Sunday. Two passengers argued before one smashed a bottle and stabbed the other. And they're uh, looking for people who are on the flight. I don't know. Why would you go out and cause a problem on a plane? Why? So, uh... This one out of France 24. I mean, hey, France are still having problems with the riots. As it said, as uh, the inspector said in one of my favorite movies, a riot is a very ugly thing. And once you get one started, it's very difficult to finish it. to get stop it. Name the movie, right? Rise of the Robots. Yuan tries to tackle mind-blowing growth of AI. I think the ship has pretty much departed on that one, U.N. The mind-blowing growth of artificial intelligence poses many questions that have no answers yet. Wow, well, they admitted it. Oh, It looks like we were a couple of weeks ahead of them, maybe a month. Little old me operating this humble little podcast and radio show and video platform, right? The UN is aware that AI technology is racing ahead of the capacities to set its boundaries and directions, So, and so it brought together some of the best minds on the topic, whether human or man-made. The AI for Global Summit in Geneva on Thursday and Friday is being convened by the UN's ITU tech agency, and many unaware attendees were startled by the humanoid robots suddenly turning to look at them as they pass by. All right, and there are other comments. Now... I'm going to go out and recommend a book for anybody out there. You can probably pick it up really cheap on that uh, website that's named after a river. So, called Emergency Sex and Other Desperate Measures. gives a complete expose by three UN workers on the inner workings in the UN for the people in the field. So, uh, it's a little bit dated, I know, but... uh, and so it was an eye-opener for me when I read it. When was it? Back in the mid-'90s. Wisconsin probes how an eight-year-old, eight roller coaster riders, how eight roller coaster riders became trapped upside down for hours. That was on July 2nd. I mean, we, I don't know if we talked about this or not, but a, a family was riding a roller coaster and noticed that there was a crack in one of the supports. Right? Uh, I did, this actually happened at an amusement park I'm, I was at, uh, in the northeast, I won't mention which one, uh, where I reported to the management that the supports on this ride are all, like, the welds are, like, rusty and cracked. You may want to take a look at it. Uh, and they did. The next year, when we went back, everything was repaired. Either that or they just put a nice, fresh coat of paint on it. Uh, imagine being that for... How long were they? In? Three hours? Three and a half hours to get all the passengers down? One person taken to the hospital? Uh, something broke down. Yeah. According to the fire department, the ride operator said something broke down mechanically on the roller coaster which had been inspected by the state. It was in Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. You no, know, I got to call up uh, somebody from North Myrtle Beach on this one. To ask him about this. Uh, Anyway. Okay. That's what we're looking at for. Just, uh, no. Come on. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. We have, uh, again, one baseball league is finished tonight. Win, lose, or draw. So uh, we're hoping to do this live again. So uh, anyway, I want to wish everybody happy July 6th. Uh, we plan on being on the air tomorrow. And uh, just good night, everybody. And that's all we got. That's a wrap for the program.